WTOP.com. Never miss a moment. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, much of our area under a flood watch as some places get splattered with soaking rain. Stay with your weather alert station. We had two confirmed tornadoes yesterday. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. He's confessed to the 4th of July parade shooting in Highland Park, Illinois, investigators say, but they are no closer to understanding a motive. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. The 21-year-old suspected in the Highland Park 4th of July parade shooting showed no emotion during his virtual court appearance. There was uh, quite a bit of pre-planning that went into it, um, and he was quite motivated to carry out the attack. Highland Park Police Chief Lou Jogman. He indiscriminately fired at the crowd of people and, uh, you know, struck people uh, at random. Investigators say Robert Cremo III fired 83 rounds, stopping to reload his rifle twice. Police say he may have planned a fought to fire on a similar celebration in Madison, Wisconsin. Among those killed during Monday's parade shooting in North Suburban Chicago, Irina and Kevin McCarthy. Witnesses say Kevin McCarthy shielded his two-year-old son from the bullets but died. Gregory and Dana Ring took in the wandering child, and CBS's Adriana Diaz says he has been reunited with his grandparents. Greg Ring told us they never knew the tag on his shirt in case it was written there. When the detective arrived, the Rings couldn't ride along, so they loaded a car seat into the squad car. A go me has raised more than two and a half million dollars and it says the boy is now surrounded by family and love. President Biden says the police shooting death of Jalen Walker in Akron, Ohio. The evidence reveals potential violations of federal criminal statutes. The Justice Department will take the appropriate action. Detroit police say an officer has been shot and killed while responding to a shots fired call tonight. The suspect was also shot and killed. The Biden administration in federal court in New Orleans has urged a panel of judges to uphold the Obama-era policy known as DACA. CBS's Camilo Montoya-Galvez. Created in 2012, DACA has allowed some immigrants living in the U.S. without legal status to apply for work authorization and deportation protection if they came to the country by age 16 and before 2007 and left any serious criminal history. Favorable weather has helped California firefighters battle the electrifier east of Sacramento. KCBS Radio's Margie Schaefer. While this isn't one of the mega fires we've seen in recent years, heavy machines like bulldozers can't be used to create lines in the difficult canyon terrain. So crews need to go into those areas to remove vegetation and clear to the ground to keep the fire from jumping. Containment on this electrifier not expected until July 18th. So far, 4,200 acres have been charred, and the electric fire, electrifier is 40% contained. Jerry Harris, a former star of the Netflix documentary series Cheer, has been sentenced to 12 years in federal prison for coercing teenage boys to send him obscene pictures and videos. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP, 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 11.03 on Wednesday evening, July 6, 2022. 74 degrees, a flood watch up for most of the area. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. After a steaming hot day, tonight's concern is scattered heavy rain and a chance for flooding. Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill is watching the situation and joins me live with the latest. Chad? 
Hey, good evening, Michelle. And we do have uh, pockets of heavy rain right now just east of uh, Hagerstown, Maryland in the Smithsburg area, as well as if you're traveling north on Route 15 near Emmitsburg, pockets of heavy rain. Not seeing any reports of flash flooding just yet, but we are seeing the showers and storms redeveloping across the region. And one pocket of heavy rain has just developed along I-66 in the Haymarket area. And these showers and storms are moving over the same region from north west to southeast. Again, no flash flooding in the immediate area right now, but these showers and storms will continue to multiply overnight, and we will have pockets that see one to two inches of rain, uh, temperatures overnight in the upper 60s. The good news is, after we get rid of this front, we are going to see some improving weather by later in the weekend. I'll have the details on that forecast coming up in a little bit. All right. Thank you, Chad. And again, uh, we'll have the latest in traffic and weather on the 8th. Stay with us. It turns out yesterday, two confirmed tornadoes touched down in Maryland. A small tornado touched ground for about a tenth of a mile in a field in Harwood in Anne Arundel County. That was just before six last night. National Weather Service experts say because of the lack of damage, they can't confirm its wind speed. About 25 minutes earlier, the Weather Service can confirm an EF1 twister touched down in a buoy neighborhood with winds of 90 miles an hour. It was on the ground for three minutes. WTOP's John Doman reports chainsaws and wood chippers could be heard all day through a handful of streets in Bowie. The path of the tornado ran about a mile. It lasted maybe 45 seconds to a, ma- to a minute. While several enormous trees are uprooted, all told the damage could be a lot worse. Tim Larkin lives on the corner of Sarah and Shields Lane, where several wood chippers got at it as soon as the sun came up. I happen to be out here gentleman came by and I said go for it because I had too many trees there's no way I was gonna be able to do it we got some damage to the house that hasn't been estimated the trees will cost a couple thousand dollars Bob Enderley lives across the street and as he looked out at the crews working on all the fallen trees we were really really blessed um, every tree fell across the street in Bowie John Dobe in WTOP News another top story what could have been a tragedy was stopped in Richmond on the 4th of July WTOP's Dick Giuliano tells us police in the Virginia Capitol interrupted a planned mass shooting, arrested two men, and confiscated several guns. Richmond Police Chief Gerald Smith says a resident made a life-saving phone call telling police about an alleged plot to open fire at Richmond's 4th of July celebration. Directed by the tip, Chief Smith says police went to a home where they found weapons. They seized two assault rifles, one handgun, and 223 rounds of ammunition. Smith says police arrested Julio Alvarado and Bala Carcel. Both are being detained on charges of being non-U.S. citizens in possession of firearms. Smith praises the tipster. There is no telling how many lives this hero citizen saved from one phone call. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. U.S. Park Police have not been properly recording their radio communications as required by law since early 2018. That according to a report by the Interior Department's Office of the Inspector General. The review was launched after Park Police discovered that radio communications were not recorded during the effort to clear racial justice protesters from D.C.'s Lafayette Square on June 1st of 2020. The report finds communications on the agency's primary radio channel were recorded between 2018 and 2020, but two secondary channels went unrecorded during part of that time frame. While Park Police have upgraded their recording systems, the report says it still does not fully meet Interior Department requirements because it can't quickly play back recordings.
It's 1107. Now more than ever, managing strategic cyber operational and financial risks in your supply chain is critical to protecting your projects and programs, as well as U.S. national security. Using advanced machine learning capabilities, Blue Voyant Supply Chain Command detects and remediates cyber threats, identifies foreign influence into contractors, as well as new or unknown vendors, delivers comprehensive industrial-based reporting, and provides real-time vendor reliability monitoring that reduces acquisition risk. Illuminate. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. If you are leading change, building a team, or implementing new procedures, Gonzaga University's online Master's in Organizational Leadership gives you the tools for success. With concentrations in change, global, and servant leadership, you'll get the most relevant training and education to help you tackle any challenge. Visit gonzaga.edu leader and find out how Gonzaga's organizational leadership degree can affect positive change in your life and career. That's gonzaga.edu leader.